Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So my daughter's in second grade and she has a science project where she has to do like the egg drop thing. Yeah. Uh, so she has to drop a raw egg from a second story like platform uh-huh. and it not break. Pretty, like, pretty like, straightforward. Like the princess in the pea. Uh, pretty much. So uh, <laughs> we, uh, uh, I, I come up with this great idea involving like uh, sponges and, and this box that I, I was like helping her handcraft. Yeah. And she was insisting on using marshmallows in the design. And I was like, marshmallows are not going to work. It's not, it's not going to be functional. Uh, so we test my design, egg breaks. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? Fine. We'll put marshmallows in let's, it. Let's humor. So uh, the long story short, my daughter's a better scientist than I am. Because <laughs> the marshmallows are working out just fine. In, in 20 years, this just said... <laughs> marshmallows used in in (laughs) state-of-the-art crash detection (laughs) they're just planes just wrapped in marshmallows it's it's gonna be like a lexus commercial and like the new airbag system (laughs) is just full of like marshmallow fluff (laughs) perfectly designed because your family is what matters (laughs) the marshmallow crash system on the next lexus enthusiasm i am travis and i'm brandon and we are back for another episode of a wonderful episode it could be it could be terrible who knows of rapathetic we'll we'll know in about 30 minutes enthusiasm where where we take where we wrap stuff and put it in bins yeah (laughs) it's it's just like like volunteer gift wrapping at macy's or something yeah it's a it's a it's seasonal podcast (laughs) where (laughs) 
where we go to Sears. Sometimes we go to Sears. Sometimes we, we go to, to Nordstrom. You know, wherever. Wherever there's a need. Wherever we're being sponsored that particular <laughs> weekend. And and we just wrap stuff for free. You know, it's... <laughs> not, not even stuff people have paid for. We'll just go and grab stuff off shelves <laughs> and wrap it. Sir! Sir! <laughs> stop wrapping our stuff! <laughs> but... But there should be a bin around here I can put it in, right? Uh, and it's also mobile. That's usually how we do. And Well, like, most people like we, to listen in their cars and things yeah, like that. Yeah, we, so. we run away and we're like, <laughs> all right. <yeah. laughs> Go, sir, come back with that. It sounds like you're just doing a very intricate version of shoplifting. Uh, that, that might be what's happening. Uh, no, anyway. Uh, right, no, sides, apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, we have we've gone about two weeks now putting off reviewing a show that I think we were excited for yeah. well before it came out. Mm-hmm. And that is Daredevil exclusive Dare, on Netflix. Daredevil. Daredevil. Uh, we reviewed the first season of Daredevil on the show last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were both fans of the show. Excited to see it come back. We watched Jessica Jones, of course. And this is the next installment for the exclusive Netflix Marvel cinematic smorgasbord. T- TVU. TV. I, I don't know. What, I don't know what the acronym is. Yeah, it's weird because these seem to all exist within one f- frame of reference, aside from like the Agents of Shield and stuff on ABC. Yeah, they're, which they're, they're gonna. They're now talking to possibly bump up some of the ABC Marvel content as well. But right, this is the Netflix stuff is all moving towards this Defender series. It's it's like, like it's like the MCU. The ABC MU <laughs> and the Netflix and the, and the MNU, <laughs> right? And then an MNOP. And, and and I don't know if that that they'll ever. It would be awesome if they combined someday. But yeah, and, and we we talked about it before about you know, licensing and the potential for the Netflix series not to actually even be in any of the Avengers films. Yeah, that that is where we get into the legal issues again yeah. for contracts and things like that. But the nice thing about Netflix is they have that uh they're free to do more adult style content yeah. so we get you know more <laughs> yeah a little bit more violence mm. a little bit more intimacy the, the if you will. <laughs> and uh and things like that and and they're really committed to making these shows work together and support each other they're putting those easter eggs and things in so uh let's jump right into it let's jump Daredevil right into season it. two uh, we're going to try to avoid major plot spoilers. If maybe you haven't binge watched the entire second season and on on the Saturday after it came out or something like that, yeah, uh, we will we'll try not to spoil the uh, at least the second half of the season. We we we'll we'll talk a little bit about character development, yeah. uh, especially some of these new characters that we have on the show. Uh, and I think the one that everybody has sort of been most fired up on social media about. Is, is Foggy Nelson. Foggy Nelson, exactly. So I mean, he's not a new character in the sense that he's right, new. Right, but he's re-energized. Ex- exactly. You know, he's, he's, he's coming back with more we have We have to, I mean, we have to throw that disclaimer out. Uh, you know, Foggy is the best character <laughs> of the season. Uh, now, last season, you you didn't like Foggy as much in the beginning. Right. And then he grew on you towards the end, correct? Yeah, it was, it was a... Uh, him and Karen Page, they did this. They did this this crossing, right? Mm-hmm. Like if there was a line graph, like Foggy would be <laughs> a bar going chart, up. if you will. Yes, <laughs> Foggy would be on the the upward slope. Uh, I I'm getting closer to the mic as I'm describing <laughs> You're this. Getting really as intense like, about this. You guys bar can chart. see my hand as it's going up, 
And then I'll describe it. So his his hand is at a 45 degree angle, while the other hand is at an opposite 45 degree angle. <laughs> and Karen was at the opposite right, 45. Exactly. Uh, because I liked her at first, and then she got steadily worse. Uh, I have to say, uh, Karen does not appear to be crying as much in the second season. You're absolutely right. Which, which is a huge jump for her, both as an actress and as a character in the show. Uh Yes. So I noticed that I, I kept track of how often she cried in this and it wasn't very often. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but she replaced crying with uh, frailty. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like, a like she, she wants to cry. And, but as, as an actress, the director is like, don't cry, don't cry anymore. this time. Stop it. Uh, be vulnerable. Yeah. In every single <laughs> act that you do. Like, oh, you want a drink of wine? Act vulnerable about it. <laughs> but don't cry. Uh, you know, and so but, she replaced it. You say that, but I will I will make the counterpoint that she is set, setting out on her own in this season to investigate things for herself. She's not just the office assistant that fetches coffee and things like that. She's going out and investigating the background of uh, the Punisher, who we'll get to in a moment. Yes. Um, and really kind of has an impact on how Murdoch and uh foggy what's the last name what's Nelson Matt. Nelson and Murdoch right yes that's that's the that's the law <laughs> office Nelson uh, and Murdoch I, I, I didn't bring notes if you can't tell uh, <laughs> but they uh their their ability to uh get involved in his case and things like that as as the show goes on yeah uh, she does i give her credit i give the character credit because she is becoming more independent and she's not just strictly like oh oh matt no she was more of a victim in the first season (laughs) She, she has the other thing going on where she's developing a relationship with matt Mm -hmm. uh however he's at the same time doing some other things but how, how did you feel about sort of the uh the start of that relationship and just how how that kind of came to pass like, I, for me it kind of came out of nowhere like i honestly thought there was more between karen and foggy in the first season yeah and then all of a sudden they're just like the writer's like well let's let's have him be with matt like let's so let's just write it that way now yeah um i felt that you're right. It was kind of like, oh, no, don't, don't yeah. Relas- relationship with you guys. No, don't. Uh, because she, sh- I felt like Foggy should have had like a fairly normal relationship with her instead of like the, his fellow lawyer chick. There's right. Like, yeah. It was like some, whatever that, that <laughs> that, girl, that just kind of seems like that's, weird... that's odd, you know? Um, and, and when, uh, Matt and Karen kind of start getting together, and Foggy's just like, eh, cool. I'm glad you're happy, Matt. Like, I thought that he would, there'd be a little conflict there. Yeah, I would think so. But, but there was like none. It was like, it was like Matt, right. well, you're, you're sticking he's... it to another chick. Yeah. <laughs> Foggy doesn't talk like that, <laughs> but maybe that's what he thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and just for an office of only three people to keep a professional environment, I don't know if, you know, yeah. dating your coworkers when there's only one option for a uh, person to date. Hey, uh, Matt, I brought in your briefs. Have <laughs> 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 you been sitting on that joke for two weeks? <laughs> no, it just came, it just came to mind. Hey, that's, that's, that's good stuff. Hey, that's app. That's rapathetic. That's, that's rapathetic enthusiasm. enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's talk about 
the Punisher. Yeah. Frank 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 Castle. Please do. Uh yeah, he's in this he's in the show. There you go. Uh and moving on. Uh no, so what Okay, what what, are, what do you know about Punisher? Uh I know that he punishes. Mm. He likes to kill BDSM. <laughs> uh so he his motivations in in every iteration of the Punisher that I've seen is usually that something happens to his family, uh they're killed and then he is basically seeking revenge for that. And so his motivations are to end the lives of people that are doing wrong as sort of a way to, I don't know. I mean, he's a vigilante, much like you would have Batman or Daredevil. Right. But whereas those two traditionally have a no killing clause. Generally. In, in the, generally. This isn't a Zack Snyder representation of it. <laughs> uh, but he will, he'll just straight up kill people instead of, hurting them until the police can come and arrest them or something like that. That's right. Uh, what have you seen any of the Punisher movies? I saw it. I saw the one like early two thousands. I think the one with, uh, um, not Dolph Lundgren. No, no. Thomas Jane. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was, I had, I had a friend back in San Diego that loved that movie. Like it was his jam (laughs) and, uh, he would, he would reference it all the time. It's, it's not a terrible movie. Well, Okay. It's not a great movie. Yeah, it's it's a superhero movie, superhero if you will. Uh, it predates Iron Man, so I feel like that first Iron Man movie with uh, it, the run of the new Marvel mm-hmm. movies, uh, it's it's like a, a line in the sand. And superhero movies before that, they kind of fall into one category for me, and then <laughs> yeah. and then there's the after. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Thomas Jane Punisher. I, I really, we'll get into back into the the Netflix show. Those previous incarnations of Punisher on screen haven't really done him justice. Sure, uh, I I never saw Punisher War Zones for so that for so for those who have seen that movie, I've heard that that is a great version of the character. Uh, Thomas Jane did a, a Punisher short called uh, Dirty Laundry, I think. Okay, uh, that that fans loved. I think they showed it at Comic Con, but that was a, a better representation of, of the Punisher as well. Um, but the but his main movie wasn't rated R. Like it's always showing him as just getting revenge for the murder of his family, right? Sure. And it's almost kind of like a an eighties action film where it's just like, Yeah, cool, woo, we're rooting for him to, to kill go, people. Go get him, Punisher. Like go just un- punish. unlimited ammo, like like yeah, woo like stick or blow some stuff up stick around you know <laughs> like uh predator or a commando style uh but in this show he isn't shown as like a a good guy right like he is yeah, he he's almost the villain for the for the first major arc yeah in the show yeah i mean he's not he's he's not a good guy he's killing only bad guys right true that's what he does but he does it extremely violently yes and it's juxtaposed perfectly against daredevil and uh, i i read something a couple days ago saying that the punisher is best depicted when he's juxtaposed with someone who doesn't kill right right exactly uh and and that is very true in this show yeah i i really liked the uh first few episodes especially where you had uh daredevil and the punisher uh interacting with each other both as their you know I don't know, 
he's you know the punisher isn't wearing like a skull on his on his shirt right. in the, in the, yeah. you know in these first episodes and uh but daredevil is is suited up and he's uh but he's trying to reason with him and he's trying to appeal to some better senses that he's hoping the punisher may have uh but he also i think understands a little bit like what what he's doing and uh so he's kind of walking a fine line of you know this guy he's he's targeting the same people that i think daredevil would probably be targeting in a lot of cases Mm -hmm. it's just the way that he's going about it that he has an issue with i mean it's it's all all comes down to uh punisher stops the crimes from from ever happening again true (laughs) right uh and and daredevil just postpones them and and that's that's where frank castle comes is like yeah you know what sure you stop a crime as it's happening you put them in prison they get out in a month whatever I make sure they never hurt again. Yeah, and and I think that also deals with the duality of Daredevil versus Matt Murdock mm-hmm. and and the fact that Matt Murdock is a lawyer and believes in the justice system and believes in the legal system at least to an extent where he's going to he's going he's going to fight these criminals but then he's going to only fight them to a point where then the legal system can step in and then carry it through to what he believes is, is the final justice. Right. Right. Whereas the Punisher is the final justice. <laughs> yeah. in Frank Castle's opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I would, I would say that, you know, also just being a religious guy, uh, Matt Murdock and daredevil, you know, punishment isn't up to him. Sure. Right. You know, he's, he's leaving that like, up to a higher power. Whatever, whatever up happens. The, exactly. Right. Yeah. The higher power. And Frank Castle's like, uh, I mean, Punisher is not his chosen name. <laughs> He's given right. it, but, sure. but I mean, that's what he does. He yeah. and punishes the wicked. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we talk a little bit about the dual life of Matt Murdock, mm-hmm. uh, which leads into the other character that is main character that's introduced in the second season. Yes. Uh, someone from Matt Murdock's past uh, shows played, up played by Jennifer Garner. <laughs> right. No. Uh, when, as we were watching it, uh, Sheena was like, who's this, who's this girl, Electra? And I was like, she's, you know, she's like from his past life and she's got, and I'm trying to explain to, I'm, usually I'm just like, just watch, just watch. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. She's like, is she new? Is this a new thing? I was like, no, Jennifer Gardner played Electra in like the Ben Affleck version. She's like, what? And then she's on IMDb and not paying attention. to the <laughs> Anyway. Uh, but yeah, yeah she, so, she's, she's like Chelsea. Once, once she gets on like uh, an IMDb whim, she's like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'll catch back up to the <laughs> yeah, show. You, you just, you just pay attention to let me know. Who what is that actor? I need to know what else he's been in. Uh, so yeah. So Electra shows up, mm-hmm. uh, very nachos on it. Uh, <laughs> what? Her last name is nachos. Okay. Well, it's nachos. Right? Electra nachos <laughs> with, with jalapenos. Every time they said her name, I was like, Oh man, I'm really, I really go for I want to go to a football game. <laughs> um, so she shows up, at a time that is probably most inconvenient for, for Matt, uh, in that he has really started to pursue this relationship with Karen page. Mm -hmm. Uh, he is, he's uh, finally happy. He's one to two drinks away from just pushing it all the way through with, is that, that, is that a bad, that's a bad, that's (laughs) not, uh, (laughs) he's one or two drinks away from pushing it all the way uh, through. They, they're, Mm. they haven't, they haven't, consummated their Paging relationship Karen's vagina <laughs> <laughs> Paige 
paging page? Was that intentional? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> anyway, so Electra shows up, and then all of a sudden, he is now being swept away to go and help her with some less than honorable, uh, I don't know, decisions? I don't know, like uh, yeah. expeditions? What do, you, what do you call it? Um, nighttime get together. <laughs> yeah. But they're they're going out and fighting people and and trying to fi- to bring down another gang that we uh that we learn about in the show. Yeah. So so Electra comes shows up in like the 6th uh, the end of 6th. I, I want to say it's like f- episode 4. Okay. Or, it's like 4 or 5, I think. It, it's 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 weird um because yeah, so they introduce her at like the episode 4 or whatever. Um but it almost feels like the start of a, a separate arc with her introduction. Right. Yeah, it does. Um, because you, you have you have the uh, one arc with the Punisher and and all that stuff leading up to him getting arrested, mm-hmm. um, and then and, that, and then they take all of that and put it on the back burner. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, by the way, here's Electra. Uh, now let's start all this stuff with Electra and uh, for those Marvel fans out there, the Hand, which is right. um, an evil organization. Not to be confused with the Foot Clan <laughs> the foot. from the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. There are Ninja Turtles in this, by the way. I'm joking. They're not. They're Shit. not. All right. Spoilers. Maybe there are spoilers. Can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So so then, but at, it it continues. It continues a, a thread line. So the the stuff with the hand and Electra continues a plot line from season one, right? Which is the uh, the black sky. Exactly. Uh, I I found it interesting. I I wasn't as immediately interested in the backstory with Electra and just sort of matt's involvement with her mm-hmm. uh when it when it came on the heels of everything we were getting with punisher yeah because i was really enjoying that storyline however as it continued on a little bit i did find it interesting how matt murdoch slash daredevil had to kind of try and find a balance between his his lawyering because mm-hmm. this is around the time when they take on frank castle's case and he's nowhere to be found nowhere to he, he's not helping out uh but he's also like doing his daredevil thing but almost like begrudgingly at first like he's like well I, maybe i should help her but i don't really want to and then yeah. but then he's so he's kind of gets caught between those two and and there's that aspect plus the whole karen page part where he's like hey i'm starting this relationship with this one girl but then here's this ex that shows up too and i'm hanging out with her all the time yeah so I don't know. Yeah, there, there's a part later on in the season that is kind of frustrating with that whole situation. Right. The Karen Page and the Electra stuff. Uh, and it's frustrating from Karen's perspective. Right. Uh, it's it, 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 it's not even the character. It's like how it was written. It was written for to, to enhance that kind of like that conflict. Yeah. But it's very like that doesn't make sense why that would be an issue. Okay. Um, but anyway, so... Yeah, so Electra, what did you think of her? I mean, you know, you know the Jennifer Garner version, okay. right? Uh, but what do you what do you think of her character? Uh, she was weirdly rambunctious or something. Yeah, she like ca- she's like she's coked out at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a good metaphor for it, I guess. She she seemed she seemed to get like she was like almost like an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, but the only way to really tap into her her high was, was pushing it through <laughs> was pushing it through <laughs> and that's a knife 
through someone else's uh, gullet. Gullet. Yeah. So, it, like I said, I was. It, it it came at a weird time where I was like really getting into Frank Castle and Punisher and things like that. So then when she came, initially it was just like, okay, I don't want this. I don't, I don't want to know about her. Yeah. I, I want, I want this other stuff. So it, it felt like it was slower, but, um, it did seem like there was like a chemistry between her and Matt where they both had sort of that, that urge to kind of get out use these skills that they had developed throughout their life as, as fighters. And, and she kind of just went that one step further where she was like, all right, I want to, I want to kill somebody, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and then again, it's, it's Matt Murdock saying, no, let's, uh, let's yeah. believe in the justice. I roll <laughs> that the blind eye roll where he's like, not exactly sure. Which- uh, this is just a quick thing. But there's a scene where he's standing outside a courthouse and it's sunny outside and he's he's grimacing because he's in the sun. And I was like, hey, now I'm watching you. Yeah, you're not blind at all. I, I got to say you're an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say that's one of my favorite things about this show is when he is in his Matt Murdock costume, because sometimes I feel like really this character is Daredevil. And he dresses up as Matt Murdock to be around normal people because he will. Oh, that's deep. I know, right? I just came up with that. (laughs) Uh, But he he'll be like walking around with the glasses on and and his little cane and and stumbling over stuff and then turn a corner and like fold it up and just kind of walk off and like climb a ladder and do all these things where he you can tell that he's perfectly cognizant of the environment around him. And and you realize that when you watch him as Daredevil, that he he's he basically sees with all of his other senses. Yeah. So I like when he uses the the blind guy act to his advantage. <laughs> um, there's a couple there's a couple of specific scenes where he he just straight up acts like a blind guy, and people show pity for him and stuff like yeah. that. But uh, it's it's cool to think because sometimes when he's walking around, I just think of him as a normal blind guy. Yeah, and forget that he's a super powered black guy. <laughs> there are some times when he is, he's not able to see with his senses just out of convenience for the plot. And that, yeah. that kind of gets frustrating, especially yeah. when the, the hand and the ninjas start coming and they're like, Oh yeah, I, I can't see him. I can't see him. And Electra says, focus on their weapons instead of their heartbeat. Yeah. Cause there's, he can hear. Like, right. I don't care they, how good of a ninja you are. They mask their heartbeat, right? They're like, doo, 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 doo. where'd they go? Uh, I can't see them. <laughs> can't see. Focus on their weapons. Focus on their cardiovascular system. Uh, you know, like if he can see all these, these senses, right? Um, he should be able to like, oh, there's, there's an empty, sp- if the hand is so good that he can't see them, then he should see everything but them yeah. and be able to fight with them. There's one Just scene where they're they're going into like a vault and there's all these drawers and Electra's looking for something. Yeah, that was weird. And he's like this one papers. I'm like, you can sense papers. <laughs> like explain to me the, the organization of senses that allow you to figure out where sheets of paper. He's are. like labels, labels are, labels are in this drawer. It's a, it's a 20 pound cardstock. Huh. Uh, used a ballpoint pen. T- <laughs> this, t- 
tastes like permanent ink. This is a Lowry's laminator. <laughs> the sheets are over. <laughs> it appears to be bound with a traditional bookbinding method. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. This is a trapper keeper. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what you're looking for. No, uh, no, no. That, that was, that's his daughter's. Uh, yeah. Overall, for the second season of Daredevil, what, how, how would you rate the show all told? Um, going from going from season one to Jessica Jones, which the more I think about Jessica Jones, this isn't a Jessica Jones episode, but the more I think about Jessica Jones, I think about how stretched they made that season mm-hmm. where that's, that season realistically should have been at most maybe eight episodes. Okay. Instead of, I think it was 13. Maybe. It was, yeah, maybe I think it was, it was like 12 or 13 episodes. Um, but they they stretched that content out. Uh, Daredevil, the first season, did some of that, but not as bad as Jessica Jones did. I thought that, with the exception of how the arc suddenly changed over to Elektra, and it didn't work as much. Um, overall, I thought the season it was the best season so far. Mainly, I'll have to say it again: the Punisher. The Punisher sure. is. Ah, the best incarnation of that character. It is a very strong incarnation. What's the actor's name? Uh, uh, Bernthal. Bernthal. That's his last name. I just know him as Shane. It's Shane. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he does an excellent job. Super uh, good job, man. You know the 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 violence in in these Netflix uh, shows. It's cranked up, and I think you need that to get that accurate depiction of the character. Yeah. Um. You, man, I like violence. Right. <laughs> sure. I, I I love action. I love violence. And so in this show, when you have Daredevil, who's like, okay, he's breaking some guy's nose, breaking some guy's arm. And you're like, oh, man, that's that sucks. That's got to hurt. Um, and then you have Punisher who shoots a guy in the face or uh, when he's in prison and he shanks the hell out of some people <laughs> like multiple times. Right. Yeah. And it's it's. And it's no holds barred. Like the Netflix shows you all of this stuff. Right. Yeah. It's it's not, it's, it's not glorifying anything. It's like this is this is him doing. This it's stuff. just being more kind of realistic about the severity of yeah, his reaction. Exactly. And your thought is, holy, <laughs> don't want to mess with this dude. Yeah. Exactly. He's badass. Uh, I I agree with you. I think this is the best uh, version of the Marvel Hell's Kitchen series that we have right now the the defender spin up if you will uh it encourages me that we will continue to see improvements as they go forward obviously we're going to have different showrunners different directors as, as as the different series play out but uh i haven't been let down yet i i i agree with you that jessica jones kind of got stretched a little too far yeah but i'm hopeful that they will find the right writers and the right content to make to make these bursts of episodes that we get every six months or so uh, worth our time. Uh, moving forward, there mm-hmm. is, there is a, like a, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler because it was all over the internet, but there is an after credit scene, if you will, after 13 episodes of, of movie, you get an after credit <laughs> scene that, that teases uh, the Luke Cage That's series, right. which mm-hmm. is, uh, which is coming up in September, se- septem- se- September, 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, any any thoughts or uh, predictions for that series, or anything you're excited to see in there? Maybe no, I'll just I'll just be interested to see how they how they go about that that show, how much they tie it back into Jessica Jones. I I know uh, I know the Luke Cage series will be standalone, right? But they're sure. 
they've done it with Daredevil. They've done it with Jessica Jones, where they're tying in some of these other characters. Or and they've they mentioned, help. like they mentioned Jessica Jones at Daredevil season two. Yeah. It's sort of like an offhand remark, but that's right. Know, they're they're still they're still reminding the viewers that like, hey, these people are all at least somewhat interconnected. That, that's right. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss makes an appearance later on in the season. Um, the uh, the woman who was in Kids in Clerks three. Rosario Dawson. Yes. yes. Uh, she She's in this season, of course. Right. Um, and so, yeah, like Hell's Kitchen is a fairly small place. And so I'm, I'm interested to see how Luke Cage will turn out. Uh, looking well ahead into the future, once they establish all of these characters and get a few seasons under their belt, mm-hmm. uh, are you, are you excited to see a possible mashup of all these guys in a, in a series together? Do you, do you think that is something that That's will be a good idea? We should, I didn't come up with it. We should do that. You and I. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's run the show. We should call it. Go go tweet Marvel guys and tell them that that you guys want us to, the, to run the show. The Revengers. The Revengers. <laughs> um, yeah. I. Yeah, if, the if the they, Avengers if they, would be cool. Yeah. If they can't end up in you know like uh, Infinity Wars or something like that due to licensing and whatnot, uh, it would be cool to see them all in a series together. I I would just worry that we get character overload in in a serialized show and and it yeah. could be it could almost feel like too much but we'll see I, I'm not I'm not gonna write the show regardless <laughs> of, of what the viewers yeah. say I, uh, I I would say that I don't think I don't know how well those characters would work in a in an Avengers Infinity War type situation anyway yeah it it, it would almost feel like. Because, you know, Daredevil, sure, he has all these senses, but he's very much a man. Sure. The same, uh, Luke Cage, he has skin, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jessica Jones, right? But they don't, they're not like intergalactic feeling, right? I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I would give you that. But at the same time, I feel like Spider-Man, he, he's, he makes his big appearance for Civil War and, you know, he's, he's kind of a normal kid with Spidey sense and, you know, web slinging and stuff like that. So I, f- I feel like him versus daredevil, you know, that you, if you compare those two, it's, it's not that far off. Right. Um, but I mean, you, you, you imagine like Punisher up in space, like, <laughs> Oh crap, this isn't doing, he's anything. just shooting the gun as a way to <laughs> propel himself <laughs> in space. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Okay. That's, that's our thoughts on daredevil season two exclusive to Netflix. If you don't have a Netflix account, I'm sorry. Sorry. Like, come on, go get well, up. They're not a sponsor, but we talk a lot about Netflix. Welcome on this to the show. world. <laughs> this is this is the future. Grow up. Um, this isn't AOL. This isn't Prodigy. <laughs> yeah. This is we're life. Not, we're not using Netscape <laughs> around here, okay? Web crawler. <laughs> uh, hopefully, you have gotten a chance to see Daredevil season two, and if you have, we would love to hear what you think about the show. There are plenty of ways that you can contact us to let us know. Whether you like the season, whether you disliked it, are they moving in the right direction? Blah, 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 blah. Yada, yada, uh, <laughs> yakety, smackety. The first way to do that, of course, is you can send us an email at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. I don't always say the email, but it's there. If you like email, <laughs> hit us up. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasmshow. There it is. Yep. That's that's that one. Uh, <laughs> Twitter, Twitter. At apathusiast. Loving the tweets. Just hashtag we're, it. So we're hashtag it. Uh, we, you know, we <laughs> will Wheaton. What? No. <laughs> will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. We we love you. Come on, uh, come on to the show. Come on to the show. If you guys listen to this, go tell Will Wheaton to be on the show. <laughs> um, 
uh, we tweet a lot lately. I, I I feel like that is our now preferred. That method. that is the preferred way um, for social media for us. So if if you want to really uh, keep up with the show and and really just you know make your voice heard, jump on jump on the Twitter sphere and uh, and hit us up at Apathusiast. We we still have an Instagram. We we post some pics from time to time. Very Ap- rarely. In apathetic ways. underscore enthusiasm, and uh, we're also. A, on iTunes and Stitcher, and all of our content is over at geekade.com. That's right. You can check us out on Clamor now. Clamor, yeah. C L A M M R. Yeah. So. And uh, short little cl- clips of our show. Still not using Snapchat, though. Still not using Snapchat, no. One day. Clamors. Clamors. <laughs> um, all right. Until next week. Until next week. I don't know what we're doing next week. I think it might be a Netflix rewatch. <laughs> We still love the Netflix. Uh, so if it is a Netflix rewatch, we will go go follow us on Twitter, and you'll know. So you'll so you'll know what what movie we're going to be uh, reviewing for next week. Uh, until then, I am Travis, and I am Brandon, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to us. Rate rate review five stars. I mean, you don't you don't even have to rate and review. All you have to do really is just talk to us. Just be our friends, please. <laughs> You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.